the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist with Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, good morning, Rob. I'm doing well, thank you. Yesterday, pretty rough day. Do we sell stocks because of Greece, or do we do we double down? Do we buy more? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is the big question. Um, you know, what we've been advising or suggesting really since the year began is is for investors to simply dial down their expectations. Um, you know, Greece is one issue that is uh, part of that recommendation, but really the bigger driver for us is simply the fact that uh, earnings growth is decelerating and is, is not likely to be much at all right now, certainly based on what we're seeing uh, with current projections. And so, you know, things like Greece pop up, they create a lot of noise, and they create a fear factor that leads to some uh, knee-jerk selling activity, um, but you have to kind of take a step back and, and try to assess what the overall fundamental picture is to really determine if, if, if you're going to be selling longer-term positions. And um, and from my vantage point, I don't think there's uh, a strong basis necessarily to, to sell those long-term positions, but at the same time, you know, I don't think there's a lot of um, out there right now to suggest that you should be adding uh, full force to those positions either. So it's kind of like, you know, sit sit. Uh, sit still, if you will, uh, with a long-term mindset. Uh, but, you know, if you don't have that long-term mindset, then, yeah, you probably do want to do some selling based on what's going on uh, with Greece right now. When it comes to Greece, I tend to tell people if you're freaked out, at least dial down your risk. Uh, with that being said, what would dialing down your risk mean to you? Where would you put money that might be more... You know, volatile. Sure. Um, well, if you're going to stay within the stock market and dial down your risk, you're going to go into some of those uh, quote defensive-oriented areas um, that are oftentimes the countercyclical sectors. That being the utilities, the consumer staples, uh, the telecom services names. Um, generally, don't uh, have high beta stocks in those areas, or certainly not as high as in, in some areas, other areas of the market. Um, and, you know, they generally offer some opportunity to, uh, or some attraction with, you know, a reasonably good dividend yields. And so there's just a gravitational pull into those spaces when you see these pockets of uncertainty pick up. Um, now, obviously, I guess the safest place to be is just in cash right now. You can just sit there on the sidelines and wait for this volatility to die down um, and uh, sleep a little easier at night. But if you have to stay within the stock market, those uh, areas I mentioned would probably be the places to go. What do you what if you were to a guessing man or as you use as much 
analysis you can, but what do you think happens in the next week, 10 days over in Greece? Um, my my thinking is that uh, the Greek citizens will ultimately, you know, vote yes uh, to this uh, reform uh, proposal because they're they're getting a taste already of what life could be like if they don't have these these bailout funds. And uh, when the yes vote comes down, that could ultimately lead to the um, to the government being you know ousted. Uh, that being Alex Tsipras and the Syriza party, and so. Um, so that's my my base case right now. Um, you know, we've seen surprises here along the way. Uh, you're going to see a lot of headlines and a lot of media attention on those people calling for Greek citizens to vote no to the referendum, um, which would really, uh, I think, upset the apple cart even further. But uh, polls that, you know, I've been in the reports that I've read, polls continue to suggest the majority of Greek citizens do want to be a part of the euro. Uh, and uh, and I think that that's going to play into their mindset as well as the fact that they have capital controls in place right now uh, that's going to lead them to go ahead and vote yes for these reform proposals and continue to accept uh, some strict austerity measures. So let's talk about back home in the United States. It seems to be that we're the best market in the world or the best economy. Uh, China's got something going on, like a 20% correction, bear market, then a massive swing today. Uh, what do you make of Asia versus the United States, or even Europe versus the United States at this point? Well, you know, I'd say that the uh, the thing with the United States right now is that I think we stand out more just for some, for the stability uh, at the moment. Um, you know, uh, our economy isn't growing gangbusters, but it's not contracting either. Um, you know, employment's picking up, uh, earnings are not growing gangbusters, but, you know, somewhat stable, slight growth, um, and that's okay. Uh, and the stock market, uh, certainly have we seen uh, uh, since the beginning of the year, I think it's been in its tightest trading range uh, since 2007 or something to that effect. But in any event, so there's some stability there. So I think we stand out more for just being a, a stable area right now, given all of the nonsense that's taking place in the Shanghai Composite in China. Um, and all of the, the political turmoil that's circulating around the Eurozone. Um, you know, I argued early in the year, and I do still think that, you know, the Eurozone economy, uh, you know, certainly has a lot of upside potential. Um, so there's some good opportunities there, I, th I think, for a long-term-minded investor to, to go ahead and keep allocating to that area. Here in the U.S., you know, we're trading at a more, you know, full valuation, and earnings are not really growing that significantly. So, um, you know, return expectations have to be lowered here. But it's just kind of a safe outlet at the moment because stability is, you know, not a bad thing, but I don't think you're going to get the kind of growth that you've seen over the past uh, several years uh, out of the U.S., and that might go ahead and, you know, lead people to allocate more than they might otherwise to uh, – to an area that, uh, like the Eurozone, that uh, shows more room for upside uh, economic growth potential. Back to Greece real quick. Um, if Greece does go, or at least what's happening in Greece, people in Spain have to be looking at it and saying, uh, we want some of that action. We want some, some relief. We want some, some cash. Um, do you think there's a chance of it going a little more viral than, say, uh, just being contained to Greece? You know, I, I do, and I think that that's what, uh, you know, the political leaders in the in the Eurozone uh, are really, you know, mindful of. And, um, you know, I, I think that's also partly why uh, 
they did not cave uh, to Greece's demands here. Um, you know, they have to kind of lay down the law, if you will, to let others know uh, that they're not just going to, you know, uh, let things unfold any any way any country wants. Um, so there is some potential risk there that uh, you see some of that, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, secessionist um uh, view take take root out of an area like Spain, but um, but political leaders are trying all that you know all that they can to to prevent that from happening. But we really can't assess the overall risk here with the eurozone because we haven't been in this position before. You know, you've never seen a, a country uh, potentially get booted out of the eurozone, and um, and so there's going to be a lot of unknown issues that that crop up here if that ends up being the case. And so you you know it's best not to be complacent at the moment. Okay, let's switch gears. Um, jobs report comes out on Thursday. We have a holiday shortened week. Um, any any surprises do you see coming there, or do you continue to think that things continue to get a little bit better, which feeds into our economy getting a little bit better, which feeds into our stock market getting a little bit better, mm-hmm. or is change blowing in? Yeah, well, according to Briefing.com consensus estimates, things should should stay pretty much the same as what we've been seeing. Uh, non-farm payroll growth around 230,000, an unemployment rate uh, dipping a, a tenth to 5.4%, hourly earnings up 0.2%, uh, and the average work week holding steady at 345 I think when we look at that report, though, that the key thing that's really going to be on the market's mind is what's going on with average hourly earnings. You know, if we see signs of wage inflation, so you get a stronger than expected uh, increase in average hourly earnings, uh, that's going to create some more volatility here for the stock market because it's going to uh, to raise the concerns in the market's mind about the Federal Reserve raising the Fed funds rate uh, sooner than anticipated. So, um, so it's going to be a, real, a key port report to watch, obviously, uh, here uh, at the end of the week. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Strategist at Briefing.com, I start my mornings every day looking at your page one insights. A couple mergers and acquisitions, a little corporate news today. Have we seen too much of it, or is it the right amount? Is it telling us that the market has some value in it, or is it telling us that people are are searching for deals? Well, I think you can put a, a number of different spins on it. Uh, you know, one person okay. you, know, you could argue simply that all this M&A activity shows that uh, companies also aren't seeing a lot of opportunity for organic growth, so they're going out and, and purchasing market share, um, and they clearly have the currencies to do it um, using stock uh, to, to pick up those companies, and they're doing so at a very healthy premium uh, because they can also finance some of those deals with very low interest rate debt. Uh, so it's an opportunistic period here for M&A activity. I'm not so sure it does uh, suggest that there's a lot of um, optimism about the economic outlook as much as it suggests that companies are, are using the currency while they can to pick up market share. Uh, and doing it in an opportunistic way, and, and unfortunately, well, I should say, not unfortunately, but they're going to, they're having to do it at a, at a healthy premium uh, for uh, opposing shareholders to go ahead and okay those deals. And so, um, so I don't know if it's so much of a value-oriented type of M&A environment, uh, but uh, but we're certainly seeing a lot of it. And I think the first half of the year was the strongest uh, period on record. So. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com, Chief Market Strategist. I start my mornings every day looking at his topics that he puts out in page one, but the website has a plethora of information, everything you can imagine for the independent investor. 
whether it's on trading, whether it's on economics, uh, whether it's on the big picture, whether it's on momentum, story stocks, value stocks, a lot going on at briefing.com. It's briefing.com. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.